Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Let's talk about that speech with Claire and Rachel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Let's Talk About Speech podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Claire. And we're back for another episode. Just a reminder that you can find all of our brand new resource guides on our Teachers Pay Teachers account. So if you need to check that out, go to our Instagram and you can find the link there. So today on the podcast, we have Jenny Biorum, who we are so excited to talk with. Um, we have a couple questions for her, and we'll get to hear about some of the products she has in her area of specialty. So Jenny, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you, ladies, for having me. Yeah. So I guess first, we just want to get to know you a little bit as an SLP and kind of how your specialty area came about for you and what you're really passionate about in this area. Well, I'm most passionate about childhood apraxia of speech. I own, um, I've owned a private practice in Kansas City area for the past 21 years, which enabled me to take kiddos that I, you know, wanted to take or diagnoses that I wanted to take so I could specialize. And so, oh gosh, I don't even know what year I started only taking kids with CAS, but then I just started only taking kids with CAS and I took every course or most every course there's courses I haven't taken out there um and just really dug in to learn you know as much as I possibly could about childhood apraxia speech and then you know when you practice something a lot you get really good at it and I think really outside of you know all the education I've had it's really truly the practice itself that has made me feel really so incredibly confident and comfortable in um, assessing, diagnosing, and treating childhood apraxia speech. So it's my area. It's I love it. I I really don't know anything about anything else. That's okay. That's That's You're it. amazing That's at it. what you do. Yeah, Claire and I say that all the time when we're interviewing people. Sometimes we're like, I cannot believe we have the same degree. <laughs> like you do something so wildly different than I do. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Such an incredibly wide range of what we're expected to know, expected to do, especially generalists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of mind boggling, really. Yeah. Yeah, uh, totally. So. For sure. So can you highlight um, your Viorum cards and kind of like what they are, what they're made to target? Because I know you kind of started off in like the speech production CAS world and now there's like preposition cards and all of this stuff. So can you talk about 
not only that product, but even how you came up with the idea to get that ball rolling? Well, I used, since I own my own clinic, I did tons <laughs> of, you know, um, speech sound disorder therapy. So I created, and you guys can see me, but people won't, but like, these are the original speech sound <gasps> You, I love them. Popsicle sticks. Yeah. The tongue depressors. Yeah. Like a picture of a coughing dog and the letter K on the back. Um, So I had a whole set of these. I don't know where the rest are, but they're here somewhere. I had a whole set of these in my clinic and all of the therapists in my clinic would steal them. And then when I would come in to do therapy, I'd be screaming down the hall, where are my speech sound cues? (laughs) So there, you know, it was Ann and Andrea, two of the gals that I've worked with for a long time, and they still work at my clinic. Um, They encouraged me to publish them. So then we just kind of went from there and I just did it. Um, And it's been a wild ride, fun roller coaster, and it's been incredible. So it kind of just stemmed from those popsicle sticks back in the day. Those are old. I mean, they have, they have dried Play-Doh on them. (laughs) You have to keep them though, because yeah, those are the OGs. Right, right. No, I I need to maybe like get like a shadow box and frame them. The mad cat is so ugly. It's like (laughs) ugliest clip art, but you know, like you just pull clip art and you did it, you know, but they're like, this worked so well. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I came up with the idea. But the speech sound cues in general are metaphors for every sound in the English language, all the vowels and all the consonants, um, even, um, you know, even letters that aren't in the alphabet, some of the uh, diagraphs and, and combinations. So I think it's really cool. I think it's been a really, I it's a product that so many people have found a lot of value in Mm -hmm. and which is exciting because I always found a lot of value in in them, Mm -hmm. but I didn't realize other people would see the same value that I saw. So I think that's the most exciting part is that so many people see the value in the cues. And And one great thing about the cues too, they've expanded and grown, you know, I've, if, there's certain cues that we've kind of retired and we've replaced and added um, because maybe other cues are more appropriate. So I'm always um, open to suggestions and criticism and because we're always trying to make everything better. Mm-hmm. And then Big Art Speech has just grown from there. You know, we've brought on tons of different authors um, that have different experiences and specialties in different areas. And we are up to, I'm looking at my wall because they're all hanging on my wall, but we're probably up to about 45, 46 physical products. And then we've got about 24 right now um, in art. And we've got about four or five right now that are about ready to head to print, but we've got about 24 in the making. So um, amazing. Yeah, it's just tons of fun. I do have a very random question. How did you find your illustrator? Because I love like the overall look of all of the pictures. They're so cool. Thank you. Well, I have several illustrators on staff, but the very oh. first illustrator that we brought on was is Ruthie Ozanoff. And she's the one that has illustrated um, Brearm Speak Sound Cues, the Cluster Cues, all of Amy Graham's decks of mm-hmm. cycles. Um, and then Amy's also doing some new complexity um, decks right now. Um, but Ruthie, uh, she was referred to me by a music therapist in Kansas City, and she had just graduated from KU and was an artist. And so I reached out and um, things have gone 
cool, crazy for both yeah. of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am a huge, huge fan yeah. of the cards. I will say like, I'm someone who has found that they just, they work and I, I love it. Can you tell like, especially listeners that may not have the cards real quick on why they work so well, especially for kids with CAS, like what that thought process behind putting a picture to the sound is? I think I kind of relate it to like uh, environmental images. So if kids see the big M, they know it's McDonald's. If kids see um, the lady drying her hair with the pizza, they know it's Panera. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not a lady drying her hair with the pizza. It's a lady that's holding a piece of bread. <laughs> but my son, when he was little, he said to me, he said, mom, I want to go to the place where the lady's drying her hair with the pizza. And I so, you know, he knew he wanted to go to Panera, but I was just like, what is the lady drying her hair with the pizza? You gotta, you're going to go look it up after this. You're gonna, <laughs> yes. yes. She's holding a piece of bread like this and her hair's flowing in the wind oh and it looks like she's drying her hair with a pizza. And, but like, he knew that was Panera. And so it's kind of this metaphor or relation of, you know, what makes sense to kids. I think that as adults, we get in our head about the alphabet and sounds, and we really think about how things are spelled and we don't necessarily think about how things sound. And so backing up and thinking about how things sound makes more sense than a keyword. A lot of times, like, especially if you're working with a two-year-old with a speech sound disorder and you're teaching them A is for Apple, well, that doesn't make sense to them, but a monster going yeah. makes mm -hmm. sense to them. And mm -hmm. as soon as they see the monster, they're always going to say, mm -hmm. I've had children as young as 18 months memorize the entire deck of sounds. So um, and if not, if they can't produce all the sounds, a hundred percent receptively know mm -hmm. them very quickly yeah. uh, because um, when I was designing them, you know, I really tried to think like a kid, like yeah. how, what does this sound like in a kid, in a child's brain? Mm -hmm. Um, I was meeting with a friend and I was explaining to her the product and she's like, I don't get it. Is it kind of like when my baby was sitting in her high chair when, you know, she was little and she looked at me and goes, bok, bok. And I was like, yeah, she wanted more chicken. Mm -hmm. Right. And as like, exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah. creating that link. Mm -hmm. um, and, a, and we know that um, visually those links are really important. Right. There's many times that I've tried to teach a child a sound, a position for a sound, try to get them to use a sound within a motor plan mm -hmm. and they don't get it. But the second I give them a visual cue, it clicks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just so cool. And which is why people see that they work. And I, I just love it. I think it's a fantastic idea. And I, I use them all. I use the R deck and the L deck and the speech. Sound. I, use them all. So I love them. <laughs> and I tell everybody to use them. Rachel could attest. Yeah. I've yes. talked about them on a couple episodes. <laughs> oh yeah. I was just going to say, I if you want to go a couple of your episodes that if you've talked about them. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Um, so on your website, we just want to talk with you real quick. You mentioned um, you've really worked to compose like a collaborative and diverse team because that representation piece really matters. So can you talk right. a little bit about the importance of that? I think having a diverse team is important because without it, we wouldn't be able to come up with new, innovative, diverse products if everybody were the same. 
So different perspectives and experiences often result in better products. And not only does diversity provide a different perspective, but it also helps compensate for um, individual weaknesses or lack of experience. So as a white woman, I don't have experience with wearing a bonnet at night um, on my hair, but my black editors do. And with their experience, we can depict that appropriately. I am um, not in, I'm not, I'm a cisgender female um, woman. And so I don't have the experience of a trans um, person or LBGTQ community. So in order to help kind of um, push those gender norms within our images, um, you know, I have to have somebody on staff that, um, can help us, you know, make that depicted correct. Um, yeah, I think it's really, really cool. Did you know that April, I shared this on, um, on my Instagram today. Did you know April is, um, limb, uh, difference and limb loss awareness month. So Mm -hmm. I posted photos or images of our art that depicts children and adults with limb differences or limb loss. Um, so I think it's really cool. Here's another cool thing too. And this is just starts a conversation, which I love that somebody had commented on a post on Facebook mm-hmm. um, because I, I don't know, it's maybe an ad or something like, yeah, Bjorn speech products. Um, my kids get distracted. And the speech therapist said, because of the, the limbs and the tattoos and the piercings. And, and so she said they got distracted. So I went back and just in a kind argument, it's like, well, for me, I don't consider that a distraction. I consider that a conversation starter mm-hmm. because not, I mean, you're going to see people with limb differences. You're going to see people with, um, you're going to see um, uh, people who identify as a boy or he, him that has long hair. Um, you're going to see people with tattoos. You're going to see people with piercings mm-hmm. and it normalizes it, at, you know, instead of, of of making it like different or weird or yeah or a distraction like she said or a distraction exactly so I feel like and we're speech pathologists like we want conversation we want language we want to have these you know we want to have these conversations so I love that about our products um and she came back she goes you know what you're right that is a really really great way to look at it and I'm going to change my point of view and look at it that wow. way. And I love that. It was a really yeah. great conversation for me to have with somebody else online that initially was like, this is distracting. Whereas mm-hmm. it's a huge conversation starter. Right. And you sure. were able to show her a different point of view, which I think is hard sometimes chatting with people online. Like some, you don't always get to do that. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, it was awesome. I yeah. love that. I, I well, that's going to be like a core memory for me forever yes. because I think that's exactly what our products do is it starts a conversation mm-hmm. and allows all children to feel represented through ethnicity, through gender, through religion, through dis- visual disabilities. Um, so that makes me really excited and very proud. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I, first of all, thank you for letting us know that it's limb difference awareness month because I would have no clue I just immediately went to your Instagram page and saw that and the first thing that I thought is um I know my children especially so I do both private practice and I'm in an elementary school and my children 
connect more to the material when they can see themselves in it. So I have a fourth grader right now that had a double leg amputation and is in a wheelchair. And I can tell you right now, the first thing I'm doing tomorrow is marching up to him and showing him this illustration that you posted mm -hmm. and showing him, you know, that he can see himself in print because it's not out there, mm -hmm. not, not to the degree it should be. Mm -hmm. No, it's definitely not out there. It's not out there through ethnicity. It's not out there through gender. It's not out there for religion. It's not out there for visual disabilities. It's mm -hmm. not normalized. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like, and I, I feel like a lot of times, you know, um, companies will just stick a black child on the front of a product just to put them as a placeholder. And um, many times they're not depicted correctly. They're not depicted with black joy, um, which um, I would have never learned and not have known because I didn't have that perspective or experience without my diverse team of editors. So, um, so incredibly important. I, you know, I, I don't know. I just hope that we continue to challenge ourselves and our illustrations and our art. I mean, we challenge, definitely our illustrators, they will come to us and be like, we have learned so much. Mm -hmm. um, because our illustrators are, our illustrators are diverse. I have an Indian illustrator and then I have a white female illustrator. So not really, really diverse, but it definitely does have a perspective, especially from our Indian, you know, illustrator. She brings a perspective that we would not otherwise have from Indian culture. Yeah. So, so important. Um, so kind of shifting to like the vast, um, I guess, like archive of all of these products that you have, if you had to pick, do you have a favorite product or deck or? I mean, I, because I do a praxy, because I treat yeah. a praxy, I use the Bjorn speech song cues the most. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're the most versatile because you can literally use that deck with every single deck that we have. Like mm -hmm. it can be used with, across the board. Um, and I use those the most, but Man, it's hard. I, I know. <laughs> it's hard. I, if To answer your question, that would be the answer. But, okay. <laughs> but of course I own all of them and I'm always yeah. digging all of them. And I always <laughs> like, where did, where did this card go? Where did this card go? So. Um, I do have a, a question kind of like off script. How did the like cruise <laughs> thing start? <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, there's like a Bjorn cruise but it's like professional development, correct? That you can oh, do. Yeah. We've got ten out. I think we've got ten hours of professional oh. development, and we're going to submit for ASHA CEUs. So it's like sign me up. That is my right. line of duty. I just messaged Lindsay tonight, and I was like, "Can the closing party be a formal?" She goes, "Jenny, it can be whatever you want." I'm like, <laughs> "I want to bring a fancy dress and dress up. I want yeah. it to be a formal." Yes. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm always thinking about it. So we were. Um, Lindsay Zurowski, she is the president of um, Flasha, and Lindsay had asked me to speak on the Flasha cruise right before COVID. So I went on the Flasha cruise, and um, and I spoke, and it was the best time. We just had the best time. And so, I don't know, we were on a Zoom call. I mean, I don't know. We sold out of the cruise the first round. We released the, the rooms, and then we went back and got 50 more. Um, but we were just on a zoom like this and we were talking and Lindsay goes out of joking out of nowhere. She goes, you should do a Bjorn speech cruise. And I go, 
um, do you want to plan it? And she goes, yep. I said, we'll do it. And it was planned in two weeks. That's incredible. (laughs) That's kind of how this podcast was born, but there's a lot less planning. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's a little smaller, but (laughs) a little smaller, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, like, We've, we've got tons of sponsors already. We've got a professional photographer that's sponsoring. We've got a professional videographer. Um, Like I said, we're going to do a formal, we are, I think we're going to, we're trying to, I've reached out several times and I haven't gotten anything yet, but we want to do some community service when we land in Nassau in the morning, um, which will be tons of fun. And we're just going to, it's just going to be awesome. I love it. So are there still spots or it's over? <laughs> Wait, say it one more time. Are there still spots? Like, could you still sign up for that or no? For the cruise? Yeah. Yeah. So there's nine rooms left. Oh, there's, <laughs> okay. See, nine rooms left. You heard it here. Get them. <laughs> nine rooms. And it's not even, I mean, it's, we, it's a year away. Right. In about a week. Yep. So you've got mm-hmm. a whole year to pay for it. Right. So it's not like. Hey everybody, we're you need to sign up in the next month for this thing. Yeah. So you get a whole year to pay for yeah. it and right off and it's a vacation and you know. Right. That's amazing. Education. Best so. of both worlds. Right. Sorry for that like no, rabbit hole, put- but yeah, we, no, we, we love a good CEU opportunity. We love a good vacation. <gasps> yeah. Why not combine them? You know, we need to do that. So absolutely. <laughs> Um, well, anything else, Jenny, that you want, I guess our listeners to know, especially about your products or, um, anything about where they can find you, especially, I think most people know where to find you, but (laughs) you want to put the plug in for most of your, um, like social media and website and stuff. Yeah. Everything is Bjorn speech. So YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, um, website, um, We also just launched Bjorn Literacy, which is really exciting. So we've started an entire literacy team to bring the literacy world um, updated, appropriate, research-based, diverse literacy products. So be watching for that. We're excited. Amazing. Oh, I'm I'm so excited. Claire and I are writing that down. We have some always taking notes in the works. So yeah, it's really exciting. Yay. That's amazing. Well, thank Ooh. you so much. And truly your work is so appreciated. Like we have heard and used all of your products and we always talk about them and I've truly had so many conversations about them. So you're making a difference. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks Jenny. Jenny. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. You can find me, Rachel, on Instagram at supersweetspeech or on my website, speechissupersweet.com. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at kindly underscore speech or on Facebook on kindly speech. And then you can email Rachel and I, if you have any questions or concerns, we are let's talk about speech podcast at gmail.com. Thanks.